Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Happy Friday! Happy Friday! Oh, it's nice to be at the end of the week. How was um, how was it it for you? Well, this week, yeah, I just feel like I'm just rushing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I just, and then sometimes I don't even really need to be rushing, but I'm just rushing anyway. And so I think I have to check myself sometimes and be like, do you really need to rush? Like while you're washing your hands? No. You can take right. your time. You can have What's the urgency, seconds. George? Where are you off the, to? I don't know. I, I apparently my body thinks that I really need to get places fast. So <laughs> you're such a busy, busy boss lady yeah, these days. I don't know what's going. I just feel like I'm in a rush, but I don't necessarily need to be in a rush. So, all in all, this week has felt very rushed. <laughs> well, my advice to you is just slow down, Georgia. Just yes. slow down a little bit because that's when accidents happen. It is. You're right. <laughs> it like is. A true mom. Talking about accidents, how, how is your accident? Um, your leg? Well, I found out this week it's a total rupture of the ACL. So I've totally ruptured the ACL um, it completely. And I've also, just to top it all off, they call it the unhappy tripod injury. So it's a meniscus tear and it's a tug on the, the, there's another ligament on the outside of the knee. I've bruised the bone and stretched the ligament. (laughs) Lovely. All in one. Not to do things by halves. I've done, to be fair, it could have been much worse as in I could have done the ACL, the MCL and the other one that's in the knee and I haven't. So it's a reconstruction. I've got my surgery in like 10 days time and I'm going to be fine. I'm feeling more positive about it now. It's happening anyway, so. Yeah, it's yeah, it's done. You and you're going to yeah. be fine and you're going to get through it and it will all be all right. I spoke to a physio yesterday and she was like, because I'm obviously doing loads of prehab in the gym. Sorry if this is yeah. boring, but I'll just keep it quick. And um, she said that I can do squats. So today I was squatting and I was oh, also cool. using the bench press. And apparently my whole aim now is to get my legs, my right leg, but legs as strong as possible before the operation. So that's what I'm focusing on. I'm like in the gym an hour and a half in the morning and then just cracking on with my day. Wow. That's so Yeah. yeah I mean, James has done both his a- ACLs. Yep. So I know the, I know it. Yeah. I know it all very well. well but it's not like I mean, <laughs> maybe not me. I've been one of those too many times. <laughs> I resigned from that role a little while ago. Right. I won't put you through it, Georgia, I promise. I can be I on the phone. I'll okay. be on the phone. Yeah. And anybody listening that. that's thinking, oh, that's a bit mean, that's just how our friendship is. <laughs> <laughs> We're just honest. You've got to be honest. honest. Yeah, it's easier that way. Now, we're going to be talking about relationships today. Um, 
I guess on the back of the podcast on Tuesday, we discussed re- a relationship breaking down with Hannah Gale. Um, yep. And I think it's so normal, especially when you become parents, for your relationship to completely turn on its head and for you to be really worried, like whether or not you, it's the right thing to be doing anymore. I mean, we've bet both of us have definitely had times where we've been like, right. That's it. Do you remember when I used to literally Google divorce lawyer and leave it up yeah. on the computer? Yeah. I used to do it all the time. And I was yep. literally, I, I really thought, right, that's what, that's our path. Like, that's what's going to happen. And then it kind of changed. Do you know what I mean? And then and then mm. we kind of got, got past it. But I don't know many people who don't have those blips, especially when there, there are kids involved. I mean, I, in terms of friendship groups for me, I'd say it's probably 50-50 going through shit. The ones yeah. that are talking about it, you know, it's a exactly. very, very high high percentage of people that are, are struggling. And it's one mm. of those things that you obviously look at, you know, people's Instagrams or you hear conversations in coffee shops amongst friends and how are you guys? Oh, we're great. And it's very rare that you actually sit with a friend and go, oh my God, it's fucking shit. My relationship is dog poo. We're not talking. We're not having sex. We argue all the time. You know, there's been a complete breakdown in Mm. all of the things that kept us together. It's very rare that somebody will bear bear those elements to you because you want to protect your relationship. You want to protect your partner. You want to protect yourself. You want everybody to think that things are going okay. But let's be honest here. They're probably not. No. And and like you say, actually, Zoe, like if you're, you know, sitting listening to this and thinking you're the only one going through it because people mm. in your friendship group like won't talk about it, I I promise you, if you start opening up to your friends about it, yeah. then your friends will do the same. Yeah. Like I, it's always it's always you know if I go out with you know girls for an, uh, you know a few drinks or whatever, if I'm the one who starts talking about it first it's almost like everyone's shoulders drop and they're like Mm. oh thank god now we can talk about it as well Mm. um and but then I sort of get that it is a private thing as well you know you don't want people to necessarily think badly of your partner um that's the other thing isn't it like if you if you want if you know you want to stay together you almost don't want to tell friends and family things because you think oh I don't want them to like judge or 100% yeah it's, it's it's a tricky one and actually, in some cases, it's not even, you know, the partner or, you, you know, if you, it's not it's sometimes not even one person's fault. It's just no. a total breakdown of two people yeah. that can't figure exactly. it out. But let me tell you, and George, I'll pick up where Georgia left off there by saying that you're not alone. We have had no. hundreds of messages from yeah. people. We're going to keep everyone anonymous today because I think that's that's just, you know, that's just the way that's just the way it's going to be. But loads of people struggling with relationships, romantic relationships, but also relationships with their with their mother-in-laws, with their friends. friends so yeah, yeah. we're going to let, uh, let's just kick things off. Two children, youngest is five months old. I feel like I'm losing connection to my husband and we're just coexisting. I mean, I'm so sorry that you're feeling like that. I really am because it's, it's, it's rubbish, but I had five months into having a baby. I don't know what the circumstances, I don't know what it's been like, you know, if there, there've been issues or sleep or anything like that. But I do think that first year you kind of are in like the trenches and Mm. a lot of it does feel like survival and you're literally just yeah like you said just surviving and so yeah your relationship probably won't feel as I guess alive as it maybe has been before Mm -hmm. um if you've got through it you know already like with your first this is now your second you'll probably know that and I do think when you have two it just 
it just takes up more time. Like there is even less time than there was before for the two of you. Mm. So I would, there is, I think there's like a level of acceptance and sort of, as long as you're communicating that you, you know, you feel like that. It's not like you just don't care. You obviously do care. Otherwise you wouldn't have sent this in. Um, and that you both know that each, like you're both thinking about each other and, you know, you really do want to get things back like back the way they were or or to some sort of new normal I think that's like the first step just acknowledging Mm. that Mm. you're not happy with the with it just being like this and you do want it to get better yeah and actually um I'll I'll say because I think a lot of times if you try and raise these things one party can feel that it's them that's being blamed for it so if you know as we know you know I'll just generalize the sexes here but generally men can be a little bit more defensive because they think we're trying to attack them on various things mm. so if you try and raise it and go look I'm not happy but why are you not happy well you know you're not happy because it's, it's, it's my fault isn't it and then you suddenly in this like war of like it's not your fault I'm just saying that I'm not feeling in a great space and can we try and create some more time for us there are definitely things that you can do and the conversations that you can have like this ideal of oh let's go on a date night it just doesn't mm-hmm. happen childcare no. the cost of all of it but there are certain things maybe in the morning being like look I'd really like us to just have some time together this evening where we just put our phones down and the two of us just have dinner together and that that dinner might last 20 minutes where you're just sitting you know with cushions on the bloody floor or whatever or around the t- wherever you have your dinner but just creating that space where it's just to you two away from it can create a connection you know actually talking yeah. about things other than you know have you been to the supermarket to pick up the nappies you know who's collecting the kids from school on which date you know those sorts of like boring yeah they're just they're just mundane they're not proper conversations are creating a conversation that t- between the two of you will form a connection and that everything yeah. else will come um you know we've done an amazing podcast about um, we did about all the different kinds of sex that you can have, i.e. we're not talking about penetrative sex. We're talking about like touch and cuddles and kissing yeah. and all that side of things, which really bring two people together. If sex they isn't do. on your agenda at the moment, have a, li- yeah. have a little listen to that. We'll, we'll link it as well because it's brilliant. I love that. Um, let's go into this one. This is a tricky one. Husband had an affair when I was seven months pregnant. I forgave him, had been doing better, but now he's done it again. I have a three-year-old and six-month-old. I think it's time for him to leave, but God, it's so hard. I mean, I'm just going to jump in here and I'm just going to say, firstly, I'm so sorry that that's what you're going through. That is absolutely horrendous and you must feel really, really angry and really Mm. upset and all the trust has been broken. You've forgiven him once. He's done it to you again. You know, me and Georgia aren't here to tell you what to do with your life, but our advice is unfortunately for me, I know where my standards are. I would be the person that could forgive an affair. I, I know that I could. I would have yeah. it in me to be able to, if, if my partner said to me, you know what? I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'll do anything I can to save this marriage, to save the family. I'd be able to stay. If he did it again, yeah. would be out the door but that's yeah. because that's where I'm at no I I, I I told I'm exactly the same and also we don't know I mean we don't know circumstances so you know maybe maybe we're you know not right on this one but I think the fact you've said I think it's time for him to leave that's I think that's your decision like I I think you know what you want to do and if you listen to the episode with Hannah from Tuesday all you need to do is like make it happen like you just need to pull the plaster off and just decide and you'll know instantly in that moment if it was the right decision and it's not going to be easy it won't will it it's not going to be easy but 
I think ultimately you will be happier. And also ask yourself the question, can you ever really trust him again? Mm-hmm. Because trust trust is so precious. And I think you can rebuild trust. I think infidelity, I think you really can through ther- therapy and communication and the partner showing, willing, yeah. you know, that, 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 that there aren't any secrets. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. And yeah, I just, I think we, I mean, we're totally here for you. Yeah. Um, and only you, only you know what's best, but either way you're, you're going to get through this and things will get better and I'm so sorry that it's happened okay let's go to another one here how to stop feeling in constant competition with your partner I feel like both of us are always trying to prove what we've done to contribute oh my god to kids house (laughs) etc oh my god we sometimes do this I'm not laughing I'm not laughing but it's only because I can relate so much like I am like actually the least competitive person in the world when it comes to like board games and sport and anything like that right James is fiercely competitive about everything okay the only person I'm ever competitive with is him (laughs) like I'm not competitive (laughs) with anyone else just him because um, we do exactly the same like I, I still do it now and we've had a real like we've had loads of conversations about it like I feel like I'm always need to prove what I've been doing. Like, I don't know what it is. It's so weird. But, and, and it's almost because I want to show him that I'm doing more than him. But I don't know why, because it, he knows that. And it's obvious. Do you know what I mean? He knows. It, it, it's not, he's, he feels bad about it, but, but also, what do, you, what, what do you want him to say to you? Well done. That's what I mean. Exactly. And he does. And that's, I think we, that's, that is the crux of it, actually. We, when we came to sort of like loggerheads about it, where he was showing, listen, I'm, I'm just starting a new career. I'm, I'm literally working two jobs. I'm sorry that I'm not around so much anymore. I know you're doing like loads of stuff. It was almost just the acknowledgement from both parties. Like, and I think that's kind of when you're in a competition, it's both of you almost just want acknowledgement mm. of what the other one is doing. So as soon as I said to him, do you know what? you're right. Like, I totally appreciate that your, you know, your life has changed a lot recently and that you're doing all of this and I'm really proud of you. Thank you. And he said, and I'm so sorry that you're having to pick up the pieces also while you're still working. And I promise as soon as things can check, like as soon as things change, I will, I, you know, I will step in more and thank Mm. you. And I think that's, really helped us like really really it has really really helped us but it wasn't one conversation (laughs) it was maybe no it took a long time didn't it yeah and also just to break the cycle I think that's what it is sometimes it's just like just breaking the cycle and being like hang on a minute why are we competing with each other we're meant to be on the same team Team. yeah we're not supposed to be competing and and you know it's not always going to be even is it like it's not sometimes one person will be doing more than the other so so my whole thing here is how valued do you feel in your partnership so if you're not valued or you feel like your partner isn't isn't showing gratitude towards the things that you do you're going to constantly Mm. want to prove to them or try to prove to them that you're doing stuff right and then that comes down and then suddenly we've got this competition going on like you were saying and you suddenly stop Mm. being teammates and you start being rivals so I would if I were you there's really amazing like technique that you can do with the check-in checking in is the best thing that you can do in your relationship by the way and it doesn't take very long we do it on a Sunday evening but in those moments we do something called 
the gratitude minute where we basically spend one minute telling the other person why we're, why we're grateful for the other one. So it could be anything as much like small as like, thank you so much for breaking down all of my Amazon boxes and taking them out. Because yeah, if yeah, it was yeah. left up to me, I would just leave them outside of the house until they built up and then, that you know, it would become like another house. It'd be a nightmare. Oh God, so I just hope the rain gets them and squishes exactly, them down yeah, for me. That's my mentality, yeah. <laughs> So it's and, and like I'll say you know and then he'll turn around to me and say I'm really grateful for you you know for doing for picking up the slack with the kids this week or getting through all the washing that you did or doing it and it just makes me feel like he mm. sees me so yeah. how about having a conversation with him and just saying I feel like we're constantly competing against one another can we just try checking in for five minutes and just saying what we're grateful to the other person for and let's just see if that helps because then yeah. you are valued then you are seen. And exactly. we just want to be seen, right? Yeah, ex- exa- that's exactly. That's all it is. It's just like the acknowledgement. and fe- yeah, yeah, exactly. Feeling valued. Should we go to this one? My husband is incredibly stressed with his business. And some days where he, getting him to get up and get to work is really, really hard. I'm finding it hard to manage everything at home, my work, and then trying my best to, to help and support him as much as yeah. possible. I've lost three male friends to suicide. And although I don't believe he is, and he says he isn't, my anxiety is through the the Ruth worrying about how he's coping. We have massive highs as a couple and then lows. I'm really low with lots of arguments. Oh, that's really hard. That's so difficult because that's taking on somebody else. It's it's that you're like bird you're completely burdened with somebody else and trying to pull them through the, it's the, hard the, the depression and that is wow that's exhausting it is, and it's really hard when it's somebody you love and care about so much is going through something like that and you know I know he says that he you know he isn't but it sounds very much like he is if he's finding it hard to get out of bed and go to work and he's incredibly stressed and how do you support someone through like a time of poor mental health like that like how how mm. do you how do you do that whilst also maintaining everything else yeah so there's only so much that you so firstly to this person there's only so much that you can do so you're getting to a point where we both feel the you, you it's it's screaming overwhelm like overload yeah. you know you're you're you, you can't take any more that's what i'm hearing from that message yeah. and absolutely right you can only do what you can do so you need to be there firstly for yourself and the kids and then obviously to be there to support your partner and you have to make sure that you set very clear boundaries on that that it's not just him sapping 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 or you giving 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 because you'll get to the end of the day you'll be absolutely broken you won't be looking after yourself or the kids very and it'll be it's just a cycle of that and I think the second thing is like he has to commit to you that he's going to get the help that he needs and you need to explain to him that your anxiety is so severe that you're constantly worried about him that actually there has to come a point where he has to get the help because it's not your responsibility to bring him out of this mental uh, his his period of poor mental health no it's not and there's only like exactly like Zoe says there's only so much you can do for somebody else because ultimately it's up to them to make the decision and I think as long as you're sort of main I guess maintaining everything else and being strong that is doing something for him you know like you're keeping yourself you know going and and yep. keeping everybody going then you are you're do you are actually contributing and helping him by doing that and um, because if you start to i guess decline as well then that's 
that's that's no good for either of you. No. Um, so, yeah. You know what? I went Gosh. through this last year, and I've spoken about this when Dozer had his. He he was in such a bad mental state. I mean, he talks mm. about it openly without going into too much detail. Like I felt like I lost my husband. I mean, mm. he was a wreck of a person, and he was very emotional, not really being able to engage. You know, very sad all the time. It was really, really, really hard for me. And my one of my best mates turned around to me and said. Um, ultimately you have to still try and find the joy in your life. And that yeah. was like a big turning point because I wanted to be there for, to support him and I always will be. But at the same time, Jesus, yeah. I'm not just there to, exactly. to, to, just, to just pick up all the pieces all the time. Exactly. No. We'll be right back after this short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? I'm 32 with two kids. I have no friends. I find it so hard to make and keep them and I feel really lonely. That's really sad. Oh, I'm sad. sorry. I'm really yeah. sorry that you feel lonely. Yeah, yeah. But horrible. But you know what? It's not easy when you've got two kids to maintain friendships. It's actually, it's it's really not. Um, and I guess, is it, if you're feeling lonely, you obviously do want to form friendships and make friendships and I guess if that is your priority like we've done it before haven't we so like where we say we're barely seeing our friends anymore we just yep. feel like too too overwhelmed to even reply sometimes because it, you just got so much going on but I think we almost need to carve out some time for it like yeah as part of your life like almost prioritize it for a little while and the fact that you've got you know two children I sometimes think that can open doors to friendships as well so mm -hmm. like maybe it's making friends with their friends parents so it could be like inviting them over for a play date like that's that's a really great way of making friends and also even if they're not going to be your like lifelong friends they're just you know just having another adult round and having a cup of tea and a chat like even if it's for an hour you know on a Friday afternoon or when it, you know or Saturday afternoon whenever it is I think that can really help like ease that loneliness just like just to chat like just to chat to another adult who maybe has similar age kids or whatever do you know what you're really good at this George and actually mm. that's probably the difference between you and I because you have got loads of friends like I see you really social you're always doing stuff for your mates you've got loads of mum mates as well you're, you go off and stay at various places and go on adventures with them and like you're really and you're an amazing friend to me amazing but you also really prioritize your family at the same time. So I'm always in awe of how much you do with your friends. Ah. I find if I don't have the deep connection, I find, so I could be standing in a room with 
with people that I don't necessarily connect with. There could be a lot of noise and chatter around me, but I could feel my loneliness. I could feel right. the most lonely that I've ever felt because I feel in like a people room don't full really, of people. And I think a lot of people can feel the same. Actually, sometimes in life, all we need is one soulmate who truly yeah. gets us, who can yeah. like jump, soul jump and be really, and, and, and pick up when we need them and look after us and have those conversations that are actually, I, f- I find the small talk quite hard work. And I think maybe lots of people find that as well. So you can, even if you've had loads of people that you just chat to, you've got, to, you've got two kids, like Georgia said, that could open up the door to meeting other people. Yeah. So it, when you do the school pickups, if they're at school or nursery drop-offs or whatever it is, just turning to somebody and being like, hi, I'm, you know, da, 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 do you fancy grabbing a coffee or should we, do, should we set up a play date? Like Georgia said, yeah. who knows where that is going to lead. Exactly. And also you can have different friendships for different like things, if that makes sense. Like I've yep. got different groups of friends that would not get on with each other. Do you know what I mean? So like, yes, and they are totally different and I enjoy spending time with them for completely different reasons. Um, And so I don't think you're always necessarily going to get everything from one person. I mean, I have, I have best friends, you know, like who I can talk to about everything and definitely yeah, I, I, know. Could do, I know I could yeah, do yeah, anything yeah. with them do you know what I mean like yeah and like so says like you can build deep connections with people but not everyone is going to be like that I yes. think you only meet people like that a handful of times in your life we love um mush mums as well don't we George yeah or peanut peanut or this yeah peanut's really good but I do I do really think that like your kids are kind of can help open because also you've got that something in common straight away like yeah. it's almost like the icebreaker, isn't it? I've met this mate at school called Lara and um, yeah. her son Dylan is in love with Luna. And like, Aww. I mean, wrote her a Valentine's Day card just simply saying, <gasps> Luna, I love you. And like, Aww. it was just so cute. And I really I love, love the name her. <laughs> yeah, Dylan and Luna. And yeah. he's absolutely love, obsessed love with her. But I lo- she's obsessed with drinking wine on a Friday. She's love always it. swearing. She likes to go out dancing. And I'm like, you're my people. <laughs> Let's be friends. Like drinking, swearing and dancing. <laughs> There we go. There we go. <laughs> you know what makes Zoe tick? <laughs> Do you think it's possible to stay in love with your partner after children? How to keep the flame? That's 100%. Isn't it? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I actually listened to, I think was it was Anna Williamson. She's been on the podcast before. Um, and she was talking about like what actually being in love is. And it's so mm. different to what you see in a movie and what is actually, you know, what happens in day-to-day life. And she said that basically, I can't remember what the timings are, but say like after six months, that like real lust thing kind of goes, like no matter how much you fancy someone after six months or 12 months, whatever she said of being with someone, that kind of goes. And if you stay together and you still feel a connection, then that is like being in love. Mm. And so, so, so often people are so worried that when they've lost that like real spark thing that it means that yeah it's actually just lust that's not love and love requires like a lot more work as well um and so I think your relationship does change but I definitely think it's possible to stay in love for sure it's just might feel different I, I I would love everybody listening to this podcast to get a notepad and get a pen and put two columns and on one side Think, write down all of the things that you love about your partner. So like maybe things that 
you know, they've done in the past, the uh, traits of their personality, things that they do day to day, and then put on the in the other column the things that you really don't like about them and just see where you are balanced. Um, then you can write down yeah. things that you really require as a like as a partner, as a wife, as a you know as a partner, and just see how those columns look. It's really interesting exercise. So the things that you really really need, like for me, it's honesty, loyalty, sense of humor, physicality, whatever that looks like. I just need that skin on skin sometimes, and I also need that sense of adventure. They're my top five, um, and yeah. I, I really feel it when any of those are like knocked out of shape. So just, it's a really simple exercise, Georgia. I want you to do it as well. Yeah. And just, and then we'll have another conversation about it because if yours aren't aligned with what you're currently being delivered in your relationship, you're going to feel so disappointed constantly. And you're going to feel that real sense of like, oh, I'm just not really being fulfilled by my partner. And I don't really feel that in love with them because nothing that I require is actually being delivered. Does it's that make sense? There. Yeah, it's, it's the whole there. love language thing yeah, as well, isn't language. it? Yeah, the love language. Yeah. Yeah, I actually don't know what mine is. I need to have a look and see what mine is. Have a is. think and then let us know. Yeah. I'm dying to hear what yours yeah, are because yeah. I wonder if they're the same as James's. I don't, I really don't know. Like I actually need to look, I really have well, no you're, you're t- one of your one of your biggest things is you're an amazing, so like I think probably uh, honesty would be up yeah. there for you. Would you say that? Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. What So five love languages, yeah, words of on. affirmation, acts of service, gifts, gifts. Spend <laughs> some time oh, I don't know. I will. I, well, I, I okay. think I like all of them. Um, yeah, all I right. will have a thing. But definitely, if you haven't looked at it like I haven't, have a little look. It's actually really interesting. Really interesting. There's a couple of questions here, which I can see that are, one is asking, how did you find your relationship therapist, Zoe? And was it really awkward? Oh yeah, there's been a few about approaching, like yeah. getting therapy and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so mine was more of like an ultimatum, if I'm honest with you, because I'd reached the end of the feelings of like, there wasn't really a way back for me at that point. So I was like, if we don't get into therapy and we don't do the work, I'm not I'm not going to be around, I don't think. That's where I, mm. that's kind of fundamentally where I got to. Um, and so he was totally on board with that and wanted to do everything that he could to make it better and make us better. So yeah. I actually spoke to, um, she's amazing, Vic Shallot. She's been on the podcast before. She did an amazing episode, a Q&A episode, all about relationships. And I rung her and said, right, we need a relationship counsellor. And who, who can you recommend? And she gave us Michael, who is just the best thing that's ever happened to us. And we're still seeing him every single week. Um, it's Love not it. awkward in the slightest. It was slightly, maybe slightly weird at the beginning because it was all on Zoom. And mm. I'm my therapy that I've done in the past has always been in a room with somebody else but yeah that's just the way things are done now um I I I I really really think that it's the glue that keeps us together because it gives us that hour every week and it gives us exercises to do afterwards so it's an expense absolutely if you can afford it or you can try and you know go and speak to your GP about getting some sort of therapy on the NHS Mm. I highly recommend it yeah and also like if you know if therapy isn't an option like financially and like you can't you know you can't get it on the NHS then there are actually so many books that have like these strategies and you know little exercises that you can do um so it's definitely I think worth looking at those as well um but I get like approaching it I think like Zoe said before it's 
I think it's not about putting it on somebody else, like putting it no. on you being like, I really feel like I would love to do this. Would you want to do it as well? Rather than we need therapy. You know, yes. I think it's about, sometimes about the way you approach it um, for sure. At the end of the session, Michael makes us look at each other and he makes us this bit I find really hard. He goes, right, Zoe, now I want you to tell Dozza how it makes you feel when he behaves like that or you know when this happens you know what's you know what are what are those feelings that are going you need to tell daughter look him in the eyes and then i have to sit there and say when you do this it may and it's like it's like your soul is just out there it's big stuff but it's really powerful it's really really powerful yeah try it amazing yeah do you want to do one on um one on sex because we've had so many questions on sex i was gonna say there's loads on sex there's things like um there's some things on how to bring back sex we have a one-year-old and have only had sex twice since getting pregnant um that there's like there's lots on that and i think mm-hmm. we should probably do another sex q a actually maybe with like an expert or something like that shouldn't we yes um, because there's definitely like lots of different elements but i think what was it i was it was on the sheer luck show when you did it you did it recently didn't you and who put it out who put it out was it louise who, who yes. said how like she did a thing on couples having sex like how often uh, you know would two people be having sex if they've got kids and what I think was it something like the most common was every other month or something like that no, it was every three months every three months every three months and I think if you're in that now knowing that you're not alone hopefully will make you feel better and less stressed about the situation because stress does not lead to, to having more sex number one but also I think it's one of those things isn't it like you have to make time one of my, one of my friends which um, is a bit like me like we talk about like avoiding having sex and like we joke about it a lot but she said this year her new year's resolution every Wednesday her and her husband are like not they're definitely going to have sex but they pretty much always do but they make the time for each other every Wednesday like, like night they do in Scandinavia yeah is that what they do? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, she said every Wednesday night, because also they've got busy lives, he's got a busy job, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Every Wednesday night, they have a date with each other. So that's not going out. That's just the we are doing something together. So yeah. that might be as soon as they've had dinner, they will go upstairs and get in bed and watch a movie and obviously always it pretty much always leads to sex like they they just schedule that time in and she said it's amazing because she almost knows that it's that it's coming you know like they're going to be having sex so any like weird you know oh god I haven't had a shower or oh god I I feel a bit icky had a shave or well yeah yeah. you know those sorts of things that just stop you from doing it and they're just silly they've gone because she knows it's going to happen and then also her husband kind of sort of knows that it's going to happen as well so he thinks oh wow like we're going to have like I know we're going to be having sex once a week that's amazing I you know I look forward to it I don't know it really works for them I love that I really Mm. love that I think it's great I think that that would definitely work for some people and I think actually because even if you don't fancy it on that night obviously you can then turn around and go yeah no thanks I don't I don't but I think bringing the bringing the fun back when it comes to sex is really important because let's be honest I don't know about you but I find the whole like let's go upstairs I'll undress myself 
Let's oh, get into bed. I literally want to grab my nun's yeah, outfit me too. and fucking, Ooh. you know, find a pew to have a prey on. I just cannot get my head around it. I, I, I never, I, it's the most unsexy thing for me. So I try, yeah. try bringing elements of play and fun back when life doesn't seem that fun and that playful is really important. Remember how, you know, how exciting and kind of, I, I guess, daring you were when you were a lot younger and the kids weren't around. And it, it doesn't have to be, you know, swinging from the chandeliers but like just playful stuff like sometimes Dozzle will just send me a whatsapp going dick tonight question mark and like it's just <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> but it kind of makes me laugh and you know and then I'm like sure okay great yeah <laughs> back. yeah I think play is and fun is really important and also just taking the pressure off and remembering that actually it's supposed to be something that we enjoy and you know cl- you know having orgasms or not having orgasms I mean I, nine times out of ten I don't have them through penetrative sex anyway it's just more yeah. about connection and skin on skin stuff taking that pressure off it's lovely like it really yeah. does bring you closer together we're going to do a q a on we um, should we'll get, a, we'll get a sex expert sex expert a sexpert in a sexpert yeah i think we should um, yeah for sure so should we finish up there this is your arena so <laughs> i'm all out of products <laughs> that can help revive your relationship so i'm gonna leave this one to you you are correct georgia of course this is my area of expertise so i'm just gonna kick us off um the first one which i I think I've been using this for probably for about two or three years. It's the Botanics Massage Oil, Ylang Ylang and Mandarin. You can get it from Boots. It's nine quid. I love it because, firstly, it's vegan and cruelty-free, so that makes me happy. The smell is so delicious. Also, it's just a really fun thing that you guys can do. I was talking about bringing fun and playback and giving somebody a massage is one of the best ways that you can do that. And it doesn't always have to lead to sex, but, you know, there might be a little bit of a bonus at the end of it um moving on to yes lube george which i've spoken to you about before which i absolutely love again is an amazon purchase um and i think it's around 11 or 12 pounds um it's a water-based lubricant it feels really really natural it's really hydrating it's really gentle um and it's ph matched as well so it's just you just don't get any nasties with it you know sometimes you can use lube and it goes really weird and sticky um but i use that every time and i feel like it just only adds to the enjoyment um and then finally somebody just recommended these to me and i'm going to get them because i feel like it just could be quite a fun thing for me and does to do they're a card game called better together um 16 about 16 pounds uh, and they basically are conversation prompts for a deeper more meaningful relationship so just like a little fun thing that you guys could do on date night um ask each other questions and then just wait for the response we're here for you and if we didn't get to your question today we're really sorry but thank you so much for sending them all in and um, as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and give the podcast a little follow yeah and if you've got any topics you'd like us to cover in these friday q a's then please do drop us a message on instagram we're on at made by mamas and we'll be back on tuesday made by mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely charlotte mason insanity group Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 